No Junk Mail presents Across the Columbia, A New Freedom, read to you by the author, James R. Von Felt. We used a borrowed truck to move from Portland. The new housing project was across the Columbia River, a few miles east of Vancouver, Washington. We were moving into a wilderness. There were thick woods and trees everywhere. The Columbia River was only a mile and a half south of the house we lived in. A brand new public school was being built a mile north of the project on Lisa Road. The school was surrounded by wilderness. They cut lots of trees down to make the school playground. I've seen a picture which was supposed to be the place we were living. What we lived in didn't look like that at all, but it was a roof over our heads. The roofing was tar paper. Some houses didn't have windows. The place for a window was boarded up. Materials were hard to get, even for the government. The war was on. We all knew it. Dad said it was a lot cheaper to live there. Anyway, Dad got a job as a welder in the Vancouver shipyard, and Mom went to work in the local Vancouver hospital. There were buses that came to the project 24-7, so people could get to work on all three shifts. They ran every day of the week. Most people worked seven days a week, sometimes 12-hour shifts. There was a small, old, two-story house at the edge of the housing project. It was both a store and a bus terminal. The buses turned around there. We came to know the store and proprietor. Eli Grimm was his name. We knew him very well. My dad's family are German Catholics who came out of Russia in the 1860s and ended up in western Kansas. They say the Russian steppes are just like western Kansas. Mom's family came from Europe way back in American history. They ended up in Davis County, Iowa. Well, there is an old historic Catholic school, an orphanage in Vancouver called the Academy, so that's where we were enrolled for school. Just so happened that three of our immediate neighbors in the project had kids our age. They were Catholic. They were enrolled at the Academy, too. We were even in the same class. We became close buddies. I did go to the Lisa Road School for a term. I'll get to that later on. But to get on with the story, the war was on, an all-encompassing war. Armies were fighting, cities were being bombed, people were dying. It was in the paper all the time. Loose lips sink ships was a common phrase. Where we lived, somebody was policing the housing area every night to ensure that lights were out. I think they thought we might be bombed or something. There were rumors of spies among us. Everyone had a small victory garden. Food, clothing, cars, and materials of every kind were rationed, sometimes impossible to get. You couldn't buy things without ration stamps of some kind. 
Many houses had a black flag in the window, signifying someone in that family had died in the war. Even with all the new houses being built, there wasn't enough. Lots of families doubled up. That is, two or three generations were living in the same house, the moms, the kids, the grandparents. Since the adults were all working, there was a minimum supervision for the kids. We experienced freedom, unlike anything young people today experience or possibly could experience. It was scary. It was dangerous and exhilarating. We grew up quickly. The vast northern forest started on the north side of the project and went all the way to Canada. The Columbia River was close by on the other side. Of course, we had to go to school, and a good bit of our time was spent in school, including going and coming to school. We would dress up in our homemade uniforms. My sister wore a pinafore dress and a blouse. I wore a white shirt and black pants. Off to school, we'd go in the bus. When we got home from school, we would change into our everyday clothes, and out we would go to play, rain or shine. Mom worked the second shift, that is, from 11 in the evening to 7 in the morning. She would sleep while we were at school, so we would have some parental direction when we got home from school. However, she had to work double shifts most of the time. My dad didn't like welding, and he got a better job working for a group that organized entertainment and plays, but he was gone a lot. My older sister was in charge when our parents were gone or working. She's a year older than I am. We didn't give her too much trouble. The public school was finished soon after we moved in. The school doubled as a community center. It offered all kinds of activities for anyone that showed up. It was open before and after school, as well as Saturdays and Sundays. It offered special events and regular events. A special event would be like when the Globetrotters, a nationally known basketball team, came to play our high school team. Yeah, they did. A regular event was the Friday night movies for a nickel. When school was out for the summer, the center stayed open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We spent some time there, but most of our time was exploring, going fishing, swimming, overnight camping and playing in the woods, most of it just by ourselves. The world around us was open and we rushed in with all the gusto and energy we had. Adventure was ours. We created stories and lived them. We were explorers, mountain men, soldiers, marines, cowboys, Indians, or sometimes we were Buck Rogers flying in rockets to other worlds, or the good guys, or even the bad guys. We fought invading armies, bears, wolves, tigers, and lions, enemies you can't imagine. We built forts, tree houses, wagons to ride down hills, backpacks, bark rope, spears, bows and arrows, and fighting knives. 
We learned to box as well as to scrap with other kids in the neighborhood. We even earned money picking blackberries, strawberries, beans, and other crops. There was nothing we couldn't do. Our secret treasure was the city dump, where we would scavenge treasures to trade. It was there we became proficient in shooting rats with our homemade bows and arrows. That was the place where our dads came with their rifles and pistols to target practice. We learned to shoot, too. We got good at it. Well, that's it for now. From where the corn grows tall and pigs fly. Take care. All my love, Grandpa Jim.